Hey there, welcome to I Can, I Am, I Will, the podcast designed to motivate and encourage you so you can build your confidence and get empowered. Today we're going to talk about the cognitive distortion called labeling. We're going to talk about why it is negatively impactful and we're going to talk about what it is so you can acknowledge it and reject it. For those of you who are new, my name is Lindsay. With this podcast, we talk about concepts and topics that are going to help you build your confidence and get empowered. Yay! Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. You can find episode transcripts, contact me, support the podcast at kenandwill.com. Ding! I don't know why I did that. I just felt like it. What is it again? Ding! Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you for your support, and I would love to hear from you. In episode 60, I talked about cognitive distortions. I followed that up with uh, episode like 65, 66, and then 77. We talked about different cognitive distortions. There are 15 in, in all together. Today, we're going to talk about labeling. A cognitive distortion is an unhelpful thinking habit. It usually, and by usually I mean for the majority, leans towards the negative and it is commonly associated with people who have depression or anxiety. You don't have to have depression or anxiety to be thinking with these cognitive distortions. You can be stressed, anything. They're negative thinking patterns and they can skew our perception of reality so we can think that something is some way when really it's just the way that we're perceiving it. We're seeing it through like a fogged lens. Labeling is when we reduce something to a label. This could be ourselves or others. Or it could be like an inanimate object, maybe like your computer or something. An example would be Something that we talked about with all or nothing thinking, episode 77. If someone fails at something, they can call themselves a failure. If you label yourself as a failure, then you are forgetting like everything else that you've done. Or you're discrediting that. It's negatively impactful because then you could be walking around thinking that you're a failure and then you're not thinking about the entirety of your life. And all the things that you succeeded at. And then the, as the saying goes, like if you think about the yellow car, you see the yellow car. So if you're thinking about how you're a failure, then you're going to just see things that you're a failure at. But if you focus on being a success and understand that you are fallible, <laughs> then you'll acknowledge ways that you're successful. And then when you make a mistake, you'll look at it objectively and then you'll work through it. An example of this um, that I'm working on that, Thankfully, I no longer have this habit. I would do something and I would berate myself. So if I, um, oh my God, I think I talked about this before. I'm not sure. I had this lotion, this, I make lotions. I had this oil. It was infused with a coffee from Italy. I turned it over every day for a month, used a cheesecloth, squeezed it out. And then when I went to pick it up in the container, it slipped and fell and psh, all the oil went everywhere, stained my clothes. And then the, the oil, my expensive oil with the expensive coffee infused it. It was everywhere except where it was supposed to be. 
on my skin. And typically, previously with something like that, I would call myself stupid. And in my mind, my inner voice, it would be like, God, you're so fucking dumb. Like, why would you do that? Like, why didn't you make sure the lid was tighter? That was so stupid. And I would be very negative and hostile to myself. And I would label myself as dumb. It was not good. It was not healthy. It was a bad habit that I I picked up in childhood from my environment. So what I started to do is instead, if I ever thought like, oh my God, I'm so dumb, I would actually stop myself and then I would force myself to think of things that I did right. So if I was like, oh God, I'm so dumb, I'd be like, wait. And then I would like list like three things that I did right. And then I'd be like, okay, so I'm not like completely dumb, but then I guess I'm dumb like some of the, some of the times. And then I would start thinking about dumb stuff that I've done in my life. I'm like, okay, like I've definitely had my my moments. All right, fine. <laughs> and the next thing I know, it was like this this hostile internal dialogue turned into like me just like laughing about like the dumb things I've done as, you know, people do dumb things. And you can overturn that. You can change that around. And now the... um the dropping the oil is one of the things that I think of. I'm like, damn, that was just so dumb. <laughs> uh, but it makes me laugh now. If I was negatively labeling myself before, well, I was negatively labeling myself before. If I did not stop that bad habit, if I did not stop that cognitive distortion, then I would still be hypercritical of myself, which is not beneficial for me or anyone around me. Because if I'm being hypercritical of myself, then I am more likely to be hypercritical of others. Also, I'm not going to be putting out like a good energy. Not that it's my responsibility to put out a good energy, but like I definitely don't want to be putting out like a bad energy because then other people pick that up and then it just like, creates a wave. Labeling can happen with other people as well. Or you labeling other people by one characteristic. It's similar to generalization. I think we did that in episode like 65. So when we generalize something, we judge it, like judge it by like one instance. So we can think like, oh, it happened once. It's always going to happen again. So we're fortune telling essentially too. all these cognitive distortions kind of twist and turn in on each other. With labeling, we are defining a person by one thing and that thing could be a mistake. An example that I saw in a book was if someone had like an interaction with someone Okay, oh, here, here's an example. So say that you're meeting your cousin's girlfriend, Anne, for the first time. And without you knowing this, Anne has really bad social anxiety. And Anne rarely, if ever, drinks. So Anne goes to this party and she's like super nervous. And then say Uncle Joey <laughs> is handing out some drinks. And he's like, come on, Anne, take a shot of Uzo. And then everyone in the family is like, come on, come on, come on. They're like, Anne, Anne, Anne. And Anne succumbs to the peer pressure. And maybe she drinks like four or five shots of Uzo. And for someone who doesn't drink, and let's just assume Anne's like real tiny too, so she can't handle her liquor, Anne gets wasted. And then you show up at this party, and Anne is like wasted, and she's just acting a fool. Oh, poor Anne. <laughs> 
and you don't know the background and you're thinking in your mind, oh my God, this woman is coming to meet her family or her boyfriend's family for the first time and then she's getting drunk, wasted and then acting a fool. Like, what is she doing? And then you just label her as a drunk because that's what you're seeing. That's negatively impactful, not only to Anne, but also to you because that relationship hasn't even begun or hasn't even had a chance to begin and you're already labeling it and judging and judging others comes from a place. Typically we're judging ourselves. Now, if you go to a party and someone's wasted drunk, they very, they very may well be a drunk, but the idea here is to not label it, not to overgeneralize and not to add a label just because of one situation. It's also encouraging you to ask questions. I love asking questions. I feel like we don't ask questions enough. You can ask your cousin like, yo, is she always drunk like this? <laughs> and then if you find out like, no, but Uncle Joey got to her, you can be like, oh, no, Anne, sweetheart, come here. Drink some water. <laughs> uh, stop dancing on the chair. <laughs> I made up this character Anne just right now. and She sounds like a really good time. <laughs> And I go, like, the character building, I go from feeling bad for her to, like, feeling like, oh, I feel like she's doing her thing. She's living her best life. Anyway, we don't want to get stuck in the trap of labeling people or things or ourselves without getting a full understanding of who they are or what they are. Because if we do that, then that's coming from a judgmental place and an overgeneralized place. It's a negative place and it's not helpful for anyone involved. It's completely, um, it's creating a disconnect with us and other people, which will create a disconnect with us feeling like we are connected to others and we are part of the group and we are understood, which is going to hurt our confidence and our empowerment. When you are empowered and when you feel confident, you will not be using labels. So, Think about the labels that you give yourself. They could have been labels that people gave you and then you took on because you didn't know any better. I've been called a bitch so many times in my life. I just assumed that I was one. And then now I'm just like, nah, dog, that's not me. Thanks. <laughs> Unless I'm like really hungry and you piss me off. But like, hey, it takes a lot. <laughs> but think about the labels that you have for yourself and how you're identifying yourself and then if any of those labels are negative, focus on those and focus on taking away their power by putting them into perspective. You're not a failure. You just may have messed up a couple times. Get right back up or give yourself time, validate your feelings, have some self-compassion and then get back up. With that, we're going to end with our eye affirming statements. You can say them with me. You do not have to. You can do whatever makes you feel comfortable. Are you ready? I can. I am. I will. Have a great day.